one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight, fight, fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me today is three, is our three powerful presences. We have... Mr. Ken Napsock. Yes, powerful. We powerful. <laughs> powerful, yes, powerful podcaster. We have Mr. Little Bit of Whiskey, and Mr. Mike Black is back with us this week. 
and a good friend. But <laughs> 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 well, I met your father, he was a good whiskey. <laughs> he was a good whiskey. He was an 18 year. <laughs> It's amazed how strong the alcohol ran through him. I, I did have to chop his arms and legs off <laughs> and leave him for dead at a volcano, but a good friend, talented pilot. <laughs> nice peaty taste, though, afterwards. Very peaty. Very, you could taste the dirt. For a more civilized time. <laughs> Welcome to the weirdest, most tortured Star Wars analogy we have ever made here on Force. But we will make more. This is, of course, Databank Brawl, where characters fight for pretty much no reason, but we always find a reason. Uh, (laughs) The Muppets have joined us (laughs) for the recording. For shame, for glory, for fun, yay! I want to go to Hollywood. (laughs) Sweet, I'm scared. Man, don't make me me. start Muppet Bank Brawl. (laughs) That was essentially my showbiz plan in general. Sweet, I'm scared. I want to go to Hollywood. (laughs) And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. And I wish that I had a Muppet character to fight to follow up that great epiphany about the life of Mike Black. Uh, But I do not. Are you guys ready for your first combatant? I am ready. All right. I I believe this first combatant is a character that I think we all like, and I think one that is particularly close to your heart, Ken. We'll see. But it is General Veers. Oh, yes. Maximilian Veers. Maximilian (laughs) Veers. He even got a villain first name. His middle name is Jerk. Maximilian (laughs) Jerk (laughs) Veers. That's how evil he is. That's a made-up fact. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about General Maximilian Veers. A cool and efficient officer. General Veers led the Imperial assault on Hoth, marching his AT-AT, or AT-AT, walkers across the planet's frozen plains and destroying the massive generators powering the rebel base's protective energy shield. Come on, databank. <laughs> the only thing we got out of that is cool and efficient, which that's great. Like, we could probably get that from the film. This is one of those uh, right. just where they were, what they did entries. But we can fill in so much more about General Maximilian Veers yeah. from the wilds of Wikipedia and from the wilds of our hearts as little Star Wars fans. Yeah. And what do we got? Absolutely, man. Uh, human male. Uh, did it say the planet he was born from? No, <laughs> born on, born, born from, born, born from a planet. But <laughs> it just shot him out into space. Yeah, cool, yeah. inefficient planet. Uh, Den- Denon? Denon. Denon. D-E-N-O-N. Human, male, 1.93 meters, a tall lad, 82 kilograms. We have that. Hair brown, uh, eye color hazel, skin color fair. He is, uh, yeah, he is in charge of the attack on Hoth base, as we know, General Viz, prepare your men um, for surface attack. Um, but yeah, just a, a, a great striking leader. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a presence. Yeah, I mean... He I wasn't ma- one of those bumbling Imperial officers. Exactly. I made fun of cool and efficient, but he knows what he's doing. He's scary. Right. Uh, so the wilds of Wikipedia, I'm sure, have a ton about him, but there are any interesting details in canon that you can uh, uh, find, Ken? Um, I'm trying to find some out there. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, yeah. There's a lot here. Okay, I'm yeah. on the canon tab, too. The Legends tab even goes... Le- the Legends goes is going to be yeah. insane. That's going to, yeah. like, Tell us what he's named each of his toes. He was powerfully built 
power fleet yeah. build. Cool oh, and right. efficient, which is we, what cool we know. Cool and efficient. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. He all did right. not hesitate to put himself in harm's way in the front line. He leads, he leads from the front. Okay, yeah. he leads from the front. That is very, very good to know. Uh, uh, Mike, you've, you've got a picture of General Veers pulled up. How, for people who are like, oh, I can't place General Veers. I mean, which that's it. weird. Okay, that's, that's weird that you wouldn't be able to place General Veers and be listening to this podcast. It's understandable but. that, you know, uh, one... Uh, officer looks like another, pretty much. You know, <laughs> right. that's kind of the point yeah. of, of being an officer. Is, you know, <laughs> they're all supposed to be somewhat interchangeable. He looks uh, in his combat armor. He looks a little like Sting, like Sting looks now. <laughs> little, like imagine a a, a very yeah. regal British guy uh, in his, his combat armor. You may remember him on the Adat wearing uh, mm-hmm. his gray. Uh, Protective vest right. and his uh, great uh, oh right, there's some phallic like... helmet <laughs> that yeah, made him yeah. look like a, a giant maritalade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I forgot that on his front he doesn't have a normal like uh, outfit. He's got that like uh, yeah, sternum that, armor. Yeah, yeah, which which is uh, the same design as seen as this on the snowtroopers and and Dengar. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very foreboding yeah. <laughs> look, look to it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he looks very, very serious, and of course, he is played by a storied actor. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Julian Glover, who's uh, w- went on to be—I mean, he's been in a ton of things—but from here, Lucas brought him back for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, playing Walter Donovan, and, and perhaps known more than anything right now, he is known as Grand Maester Pycelle on Game of Thrones. Uh, but of, of storied career, in yeah. fact, uh, he's he's such a good actor. I was reading some of the notes here. Despite having a relatively small part of the movie, Glover discussed Veer's relationship to Vader with George Lucas himself. And in Glover's opinion, Veer should not have been, uh, you know, just a kowtow to Vader since a proper general would not lack confidence. Lucas approved the actor's vision, allowing Veer's to stand up to Vader just a little. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how we feel about this character. Ken, yeah. you, you, you have an affinity for Imperials, and he's one of the Imperials who has his shit together. Yeah, he yeah. is. I love my Imperial officers, and he might be the best one next to Piet. Now, Moff Jer Gerard is my favorite mm-hmm. for different reasons. I don't know I was ever drawn to that. It was the Star Wars Return of the Jedi novel <laughs> that made me like Gerard, because you go a lot into Gerard's background. and, and um, You were young. I was, was young. It was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> Heady days, man. Heady all days. of those for Jer Gerard in our yeah, youth. At yeah. some point. At some point. <laughs> But Veers was competent, uh, where the Imperials, I think, are made up of a lot of bumbling fools at times, mm-hmm. and, and Ozil's one of those cases. And um, I think I look at Veers and Piet, but Veers was on the ground uh, leading leading the troops. So always just something, something I liked about him. There's a yeah. stoic confidence to his evilness. A human of action. Mike, how do you feel about General Veers? I agree. You know, Ozil... Came out of light speed too fast, and yeah. you know, uh, he still he made the best of that invasion anyway. Mm-hmm. They uh, just the way he talked to Vader, you could tell he was just a little bit more on the ball, right? Yeah. That he didn't need to fear Vader because he wasn't a clumsy or stupid. He wasn't going to screw up, so right. I don't have nothing to be afraid of. You mm-hmm. know, and and the fact that he was leading by actually leading. Yeah. You know, he was in an ad at doing the job that I was like, okay, that guy's a little bit cooler than, <laughs> than most right. Imperial officers that yeah. I've seen, seen right. so far, you know? So Ken, did you find any other details that you wanted to share? He was very uh, cunning and rose to the ranks uh, because of that. You know, he just, he knew how to, he knew how to, uh, um, 
how to make make the most of his time in the empire. He was a noted husband and father, and a, considered a family man. Oh, as really? Well. Oh, um, that, that fits with. And was smart enough, even though he was able to stand up to Vader a little bit. Uh, but he, he he kept a low profile and knew his place around Vader. He knew when and where to talk to him. Okay, okay. And is there any sense from the canon tab? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we know him as commanding that at right, He's right. in that at at. But he's a general officer and commander. He's going to command other kind of forces. He's not always up in an at at. Correct, right? correct. Right. He's part of Vader's death squadron. Um, and and saw a lot of action. In fact, after the Battle of Yavin, there was two battles that he served in, uh, the battles on Zalorius and Kolrun Three. All right. Yes, those famous battles. <laughs> that we all know by heart and think about before we go to bed at night. All right. Yeah, I love General Veers. I, I, I also know him from Doctor Who. You know, you, you encounter this actor in a million things, and he perfectly exemplified what was needed in The Empire Strikes Back is you needed to believe the Empire was truly threatening, and it wasn't yeah. full of just idiots. It was yeah. full of cool, efficient people who are going to blow up the hell out of your energy shield Absolutely. and be truly threatening. <laughs> yeah. And now, in order to stand up to General Veers, I had to find someone just incredibly strong and powerful, and I don't know if I did a good job. Because I went a little bit more for the absurd, and we're going to see how this battle works out. General Veers, at some point in his storied career, is going to do battle with Rystal Sant. <laughs> Here is Rystal Sant's uh-huh. databank entry. Uh-huh. <laughs> half human, half feline. The crimson-haired Rystal Sant performed with the Max Rebo Band and the group's more elaborate gigs. A veteran singer and dancer, Rystal's hooves had twirled across many a stage during her galaxy-spanning career. <laughs> so this is one of the backup yeah. dancers that were added for this special edition to Max Rebo's band. Half, backup dancers, singers. Half human, half feeling. That's uh, we don't see that much in the galaxy. No, that no. the halves. No, yeah. I mean, it's, we. I guess we know that you know people can intermix. It looks like right. there's a lot of humanoids. Uh, female, one point seven meters, crimson hair. Yellow eye color, skin color is uh, white with pink markings. To me, if you, I don't know if you read the comic Saga, she looks like she would be a character found in Saga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I have not read it. <laughs> I'll go along with that. Mike's just like, oh, I'll agree. Sure. <laughs> we want to validate that comic yeah. book. Uh, a veteran performer. She was an accomplished singer and dancer, like you said. Uh, and performed in numerous venues across the galaxy. So to me, that I'm, I'm thinking, I'm focusing on that. Okay. That means she's been around. She's been around. And she's got hooves. Hooves. Any more details on that? No. All right. I'm trying to All find right. a picture of that. But, All right. Oh. Uh, well, Mike, you've been knocking it out of the park, giving us rich physical descriptions. So can you describe what she looks like? Ooh, that's... Uh... All right. Well, she has a dancer's physique, for starters. <laughs> Let's go. It's with. true. She's got a, a lithe, strong uh, body. She has a very uh, leopardy sort of print uh, going from her cleavage up to her like lower chin, mm-hmm. and then it wraps around the sides of her head, kind of uh, just out in front of the hairline, where she has three. Uh, protruding horns on the sides of her head. She has horn heads. Yeah. That's right. That's important. a very punk rock sort of Mm -hmm. Tina Turner-esque hairdo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day-glow red. Yeah, yeah. And she's got a Grace Jones sort of vibe. If Grace Jones were completely white and 
uh, had leopard spots yeah. on her. And okay. Moves, yeah, and which I do, she might. I don't want to rule that out. Yeah. <laughs> you know. look yeah, at I, 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 I do finally have a picture here. Um, kind of, there's some figures, and then just kind of a promotional shot. And what's yeah. weird, what I can't figure out is she has pretty sizable hooves. Right. <laughs> um, sure. But it almost looks her her outfit she's wearing, which is this skin tight kind of <laughs> uh, purplish uh, lycra looking onesie uh, here, connects straight to her hooves. I don't know if she's got. I don't know if they're connected, if it's all the same. It's really weird. Like she's wearing her leotard over her hooves? Um, yeah, or or like I have bear cloth slippers I had to pick up for a Halloween costume one time. <laughs> I kept them around. They're big slippers and they're bear cloth slippers. Uh, hilarious. Okay. Um, but imagine her wearing those, but the... The color's the same as her pants, so I can't tell where one starts and the other ends. Oh, so maybe she bought pants that are the same color as her flamboyant hooves. Maybe. maybe. That is a thing of beauty. Yeah, Somewhere on Coruscant, there are a few shops that cater to uh, exotic dancers. (laughs) Of course. And and I'm sure hooves are just one of many things that they have to overcome, (laughs) you know, at that shop, you know. Right. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our feelings, and then we'll get this battle going. So obviously this is one of the more... More contentious scenes. I believe you yeah. mentioned it in the previous episode of Databank Brawl that we right. recorded that this is Jedi Rocks is one of the harder scenes for fans to to accept in the uh, in the special editions. Mm-hmm. Reistall Sant Griata. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't remember the other one. Me Lin, uh, I believe, is the other one. Lin Me, maybe. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about Reistall Sant? Can she be forgiven for her appearance? I mean, it's not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> Both yeah, the actress right. and the character. Yeah. Um, I imagine at some point Jabba did have some wild entertainment and some choreographed numbers. Who are we to say he didn't? All right, just because we grew up thinking otherwise. <laughs> so I can forgive her for those transgressions. Okay. Sure. How about you, Mike? How are you feeling about yeah, Rice Sam? I, I feel like she got a good gig. She got, or what she thought was a, a good gig. And, you know, that's one of those things. You, we're all uh, performers ourselves. Yeah. We've shown up at a gig, and, and it wasn't what we thought <laughs> right. it was going to be. Please don't judge me by but, this gig. But yes. I've yet to see a comic thrown into a Rancor pit. Right. You know, I'm sure on the first day when she saw that happen, she mm. was like, well, I'm just going to do my best because I don't want <laughs> this to happen to me. <laughs> right, know? right. Put my right. back and my hooves there's into this, this. Yeah, there's some gigs you can't get out of no matter how much you might like yeah. to, you know. Right. All right, well, I like right. the spirit of forgiveness because I feel like of all the backup dancers, at least Rystal Sant is doing her own thing. Right. She's got side head horns. She's got hooves. Uh, Mike, as you described, even though she was added in the 90s, she's got an 80s vibe. Yep. And in fact... If I saw Rystal Sant just, like, flow by in my Twitter feed and I didn't know her from Star Wars, I'd say, oh, Lady Gaga's got a new look. Yeah. And it would make sense to me. Totally fair. And that makes me like She's got a bit of a Chitara vibe, too, Mm -hmm. from Thundercats, which I like. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of positive association. So we like both these characters. And now the glory and the shame must come as we fight. I mean. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Couldn't have two different characters here. These are two very different characters. Yeah. So we get to have a lot of fun about the when and the where. We do not, I believe, I could be talking mm-hmm. out of canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know the end point from Mr. General Veers. In canon, no. Now, in the Empire Strikes Back novel, oh. and then in a scene shot for the movie or intended to be an empire, uh, he dies when a snowspeeder crashes into his walker. Okay. Um, that was cut, and, but it was included in the novel. So... As they say in Lucasfilm, the movies outpower, overpower the novels. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he's still alive and well. We don't know where his end came. Okay, yeah. We can even imagine he survived that if that happened. Yeah. All right. And uh, I don't believe we actually saw Rystal Sant die. I think she just uh, had a nice Correct. shocked look on her face as other people died. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this could happen before the events of Empire or Jedi. This could happen after. What? era are you guys wanting to put all of our glory and shame into what are you feeling i mean i kind of like the idea of following the fall of the empire oh there, yeah um okay, yeah. you know it really wasn't the fall as we now know we had about another 18 months till the battle on jakku yeah uh gallius rax and uh ray sloan all those people all right so um 
I think there could have been some point in time where someone like Veers, a hardliner, would have been like, no, we're going to keep the order in the galaxy, and that would have taken matters in his own hands with a leadership void. It maybe started to regain control over certain parts of the galaxy. I like this. I like this. I think that maybe Veers took it upon himself to recapture, uh, or rather to maybe defend Coruscant. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Do we, uh, now we, he could be on his own physically. He could be in some kind of walker because walkers still function on Coruscant depending yeah. on what level you're on, right? Right. Do we yeah. want him on his feet or do we want him like he is in Empire Strikes Back commanding something? I would think on his feet just because it's going to be a real lopsided fight <laughs> for starters and, and less chance of him running into an actual being, you know, right, out right. inside the walker. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. He can't actually take a walker all the way into a club, although he right, might. Right. He might. At this might. point. I'm going to say that some ATSDs are around, whatever the urban yeah. version, the urban version of ATSD. Yeah, they're, they're marching around. They're yeah. all-terrain scout yeah. troopers. That's Get fine. Some of, the, some of those single ones from the uh, Rebels show, you know, with ATDTs or whatever. DMVs. Yeah, so many Yeah, I think that. But I think, yeah, I'm on board with Mike. I think he's come down. He's got Got a, a squadron of stormtroopers with him, and I think uh, I, I think uh, I think they're going door to door. Yeah, to yeah. check on everybody. I think that they go to uh, you know people get so uh, into for uh, for Coruscant stories, and we here on Databank Brawl do mm-hmm. going down to the depths, the lower levels. Right, right. Yeah. But I think this is pretty high up. Yeah, and I think that he is going to the. Uh, the home, the very nice, spacious home mm-hmm. of a, a, another high-ranking Imperial mm. that hasn't been heard from, mm. that he thinks is maybe just hiding out and being a space wuss who is not stepping up in defending right. Coruscant, and he is right. rallying the troops. So he is going personally to the door of this officer. Now, what is this officer's name? Ooh. This is someone new, yeah, potentially. Yeah, we just we're making up canon like yeah. crazy people. Yeah. I I I think this is uh, 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 Vice Ab- Vice Admiral uh, Kraken. Vice Admiral Kraken. I like it. <laughs> what is Kraken's first name, Mike? Well, it's not Vice Admiral. It's uh, <laughs> goes something else. <laughs> Kraken is his last name. Kraken is his last name. Yeah. Near Doc. Near Doc. Vice Kraken. Admiral Near Doc Kraken. Listeners, I can guarantee you. We're going to try to remember that and fail, yes. but enjoy. <laughs> Vice Admiral Near Doc this is Kraken. Where, I wish Jennifer was here because she writes down notes <laughs> as the down. episodes go on she and you and I just drink more. <laughs> She'd spell it out phonetically so we all know. Yeah. Vice Near Admiral Doc Kraken. Near, Near Doc, Doc Kraken. Kraken. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think, uh, I think uh, so he's a prominent vice. So he's been in the Imperial... Uh, Navy, right? So, yeah. so he's he's uh, flo- he, he he hasn't been heard from since the fall of the empire, or fall, fall of the emperor at, at the second Death Star, right? Yeah, because okay. I think this is in the era where the rumors are going around, where maybe people are still trying to cling to the the yeah. rumor that yeah, no, the oh. emperor is alive, the emperor's, the emperor's alive, alive and well, and yeah, the, the sentinel droids aren't factoring in. You know, you know Venus yeah. hasn't seen a sentinel droid. He, <laughs> he's just a good man, so I think he's going. 
I think he is going door to door until he finds this guy, uh, and and I think that's where does he does he find him? Well, and I think r- I, yeah. Ristal stands there in my mind. Sant? There's a there, he's marching there. He's got he's right. got a battalion with him, right? And right. I think there's like a a Star Wars wipe, and we see inside near Doc. Right, I already forgot it. Kraken, Kraken, yeah, near Doc Kraken's apartment. Okay, nice. It's a nice place. It's big, plush. And indeed, he has just barred the doors in Hidden for the World in Hired Entertainment. Does and Reistall is there. It's nothing creepy. No. He's just honestly singing and dancing because he figures... Keeping he, him company. He's got a big bottle of Tonnery wine. He's got a Bespin <laughs> Breeze. He's got all sorts of alcohol. He's got mm-hmm. some lum. Mm-hmm. And he just thinks, this is it. This is the end. <laughs> The world, the galaxy is going to fall apart. We've lost order. I'm right. going to die. I, the rebels are going to come for me. They're going to string me up, right. and I'm going to party while I can. Which is a fair thought. And there's a knock on the door. <laughs> it, there's a knock on the door, and he freezes. And I think uh, Kraken sends Rystal to answer the door. <gasps> okay. Shows, okay. It shows he's a bit of a craven man. Yeah, and I think she's like, well, that's going to be more credits. Yeah. Because and he's like, fine, 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 I'll pay. I'll pay. To right. see what's going on there. Yeah, all right. So she uh, she goes to the door, yep. and uh, I think she looks through it, and she sees, oh, it's this Imperial guy and a bunch of, uh, I'm, I'm sure they have like a little screen yeah. that shows them out who's outside. Yeah. So she sees uh, that there's a... Uh, some scary, cool, efficient-looking general out there. Yeah. Very pale. Pale, uh, stern, <laughs> pale and stern. Yeah, he's got a battalion of stormtroopers. Right, but she's like, it's not my problem. I can talk my way out of things, or if necessary, sing and dance my way out of things. Right. So she uh, she opens the door, opens the door, and General Veers is there, and he's kind of taken aback. He's expecting Kraken to be at this <laughs> his apartment. Instead, he <laughs> finds her here, a half human, half feeling. Yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, surprise is the word I use to describe myself right here. Where is the vice admiral? And I think that uh, Reistall mm-hmm. uh, says, "Well, I don't know. He just he gave me this apartment. Uh, I don't know. He I did a couple of gigs for him. I'm an entertainer, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me I could stay here. And I haven't seen him for weeks. Right, right. Uh, we're gonna have to come in. The imperial, uh, the empire needs order." I need this man to step up. I, I, I need to make sure he's not in here. And I think behind her, mm-hmm. uh, Reistall hears uh, uh, Near Doc. Near Doc. Near Doc Kraken. Near Doc Kraken. Yeah. Uh, basically, click some credits together as if to say, I will pay you more to take care of this. Right. So, Mike, at this point, Reistall Sant is trying to distract General Veers, this cool, efficient officer, from coming in and discovering this lazy, traitorous Imperial <laughs> who's paying her well and slaughtering him. So what does she do? Does she engage in song and dance? Does she go right to violence? What does she do? What's her first tactic? He said you might drop by <laughs> and that I should keep you entertained until he gets here. <laughs> And I think Veer says, well, me and my men need to come in. But she says, no, no, no need. Um, Just you. Oh, okay. Can can come in. I'll let you come in. Yeah. And uh, I think Nierdok scampers away. Right. And uh, Veer is, I think, like, he he believes in himself, so Mm -hmm. he's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
because he doesn't have a lot of time to, to mess around with this. Right. Wait outside. Right. Stormtroopers do. And I think uh, Veers comes in. He sees, like, this trashed party house. Right. And Rice is like, oh. I don't know if you know this about Thelians, but we can uh, drink and eat a lot of alcohol and uh, uh, keep our figures. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And yeah. I think she... He's discussed this, this apartment. Oh, below imperial standards. Very, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it's a trashy... Nothing is at right angles anymore. It's right. awful. Uh, and I think that Reistal tries to entertain him. Mm-hmm. I think she says, you know, uh, I have this party trick where I can guess just by uh, uh, looking at someone what the favorite song they had as a youth that their mother used to sing to them. I can just guess. And I bet your favorite song was Sleepy Time Bantha. (laughs) (laughs) And so she she begins to sing. Which goes a little something like this. (laughs) Sleepy Time Bantha No more Slogging across the desert It's sleepy time The sand people are tired (laughs) And it's time for you to go to sleep Go to sleep Fierce's head is kind of bobbing back and forth His eyes are getting heavy (laughs) There's a smile on his face He hasn't smiled in decades It's been a hard road And he fears the emperor is truly dead And this is the first moment of peace he's felt Right, right um, then I think he, his training kicks in. Oh yeah. No, what are you doing? You're, what, you're distracting me. I, I'm, I need to search this place right now. It's sleepy time. But I think this is the opening <laughs> yeah. that Near Doc has been looking for. Yes. And I think Near Doc, do I have that right? Near Doc. Yes. Near Doc. <laughs> Near Doc sure. Kraken. Near Doc Kraken. Vice Admiral Near Doc Kraken. Mm-hmm. Pops out. Yeah. With a blaster. Yes. And he fires at Veers. Yes. He misses wildly. Yep. Veers is a quick draw. He pulls his blaster, and where the middle of his of Neerdoc's forehead used to be is a smoking hole. Yes. Oh. He blasts him. Boom. boom. He Neerdoc crumples. Yeah. Like space potato. Yes. <laughs> Big bag of space potatoes. Big bag of space potatoes. Yeah. Now Rystal Sant knows that I cannot really get my way out of this uh, without really putting my hooves into it. Right. So I think literally. I think she lashes out with her hooves. Yeah. What happens, Ken? Uh, she kicks Veers's blaster hand, sending the blaster flying. He turns to face her, and then her other hoof, Roundhouse, kicks him right in the side of the face. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And he, does he have a helmet on? He's got his helmet on. Because <laughs> he always Thankfully. wears that helmet. Oh, he's course. always got that helmet on. <laughs> 24-7. <laughs> he yeah. bathes Now, she's helmet. a dancer. She's got some strong legs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. just rung his helmet bell, right? Sure. The presentation of the kick was very good. <laughs> the force behind it, not quite as much as you would hope for. Though. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so how, what is, how does General Veers respond? Does he try to get his blaster up? Does he uh, call for the troopers? What does he do, Mike? He would be embarrassed to call for the troopers yeah. in, in yes. this situation, yes, yes, I think. Yes. Uh, there's no way they're coming in the room until he's dealt with things. Yeah. And so he goes straight Frankenstein with a, a good old-fashioned <laughs> choke. <laughs> he, he chokes, right. Okay, yeah. I like this. I like yeah, this. Yeah. And I think she, as a trained dancer, knows that the best thing to do when somebody comes at you is to use their movement. So I yep. think she walks backwards with it, so it's not as much force. But 
they crash into the glass of the apartment. Yeah. And I think they actually tumble out of the apartment. Oh, out into and the street? Yeah. Well, into I think the, I think it's overlooking. Well, sort of overlooking. dangling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they like go. Uh, Vehicles like, speeding by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they go falling into the yeah. street. Maybe I fall on a down on a lower level. Okay. Both there's a crunch as they both land. Right. Oh, painful. Maybe they got oh. some. Uh, certainly some bruises. Maybe some uh-huh. cracked bones. Cracked ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and now, uh, poor, poor uh, uh, General Veers, Maximilian is cut off from mm. his battalion, has only his blaster and his wits. Right, right. And um, I think he, he struggles, he tries to create some space Yeah, uh, between him and her, and she's a little dazed, she's a little dazed, but he's going to recover faster, he's more of a trained fighter. So he kind of pushes off. I think he reaches for his blaster, but realizes that she's shot off. She shot away or kicked away that one. Okay. So he's got a backup blaster. He's got a little holdout blaster. It's like, on like his one ankle. that's like almost like the size Leia uses yeah. in, uh, in yeah. Jedi. You know what I mean? Tiny one. Yeah. So I think he pulls that out. Okay. And I think uh, he gets a shot off because he yeah. is a quick draw. And I think it grazes mm-hmm. Rystal's side. It's not as powerful. Yeah. 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 She, does a, she does a nice little pirouette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it's not enough. Yeah, so she gets grazed. Clips one of her horns there yeah. <laughs> on the side of her head. Yeah, yeah. she singes is. her hair, and mm-hmm. dancers do not like that. No, yeah. especially that hair. A lot of work goes. Yeah. Through. Oh, that that's very offensive. Yeah, yeah, I think in fact it does. It 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 hits. It grazes her temple. Yeah, it separates a horn. She is so fast though as she's pirouetting. Mm-hmm. She, the horn flies off her head. She catches the horn. She finishes her pirouette. And then she drives the horn right towards oh. General Veer's face. Oh, wow. Ooh. Now, does he get the helmet down in time to protect his face? I think what he, he pulls his little goggles down. <laughs> <laughs> but the horn, she pushes it right into the left goggle. Oh, right. Ooh. So it doesn't pierce his eye, but we've definitely got a scratched cornea situation here. We got, yeah. we got it's, it's almost a, a horn. Yeah. Yeah. And the shock of it more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it gets them. Okay. Okay. And I think, uh, he, so he's stumbling in Reistall does this amazing leap mm-hmm. and she's, she sings a beautiful note as she goes, she's, ah, <laughs> she has eight vocal cords. Yeah. yeah. So she does, Extra. she does harmony with <laughs> yeah. herself. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's a great thing. And she jumps into a speeder. Okay. Now Veers is good at right. commanding vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he also jumps into a speeder. Yes. And uh, we got ourselves a chase. Got ourselves a chase, of course. And, uh, he lands in a speeder and uh, doesn't even. She asks politely. He just like <laughs> tosses the driver, not out, ah! but to the side. And, and, yeah, yeah as, the, as the person is falling out, is like, this is what's wrong with the Empire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They go falling out. Oh, I run for the rebellion the whole time. <laughs> but now he's on. Yeah. He's a little behind, but he's on. He's, yeah. Chase is on. Yeah, and he's he's real good. He's real good. And I think he's calling for backup because he is a military leader. Right. Yeah. Now he can finally get to it. Yeah. He knows that he he does not want to let her get away because no one can know this story. Right. The Empire is already seen as weak. Right. Right. Now, there was eight stormtroopers in the little squadron he had with him. Yeah. Two... While waiting, have decided screw this. They're going off to a local diner. <laughs> they defected. Good. They're like we're done with this. I, I heard. I heard the emperor's dead. Vader's not answering calls. We're out. I'm out. There's a diner nearby here. I used to work with one of the old clones. 
And uh, he was one of the last clone troopers, and he used to tell me about this nice diner down the way. Here, nice. I'm, I'm heading out there. Nice, nice. Okay, so only six troopers left, but uh, but Veers right. is calling them, so maybe maybe will catch up with them. Right. Uh, and I think Veers gets right up behind Rystal Sand. He catches mm-hmm. up and he starts ramming her speeder. Yeah. So, Mike, what do you think happens next? Veers is ramming Rystal Sand's speeder. She is not the most gifted driver. No. She usually someone drives her to gigs. Right. <laughs> you right. know. And I mean it, when when uh you know uh Cy Snoodles and uh Max Rebo <laughs> right. are driving you, you got props. Yeah. You're not it's clearly not your field of expertise. Right. So she does kind of accidentally do a smart thing and goes into a dive. Oh, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Heading into quite a bit of traffic below. Okay, so she just sort of crashes into traffic? Kind of, she goes, sort of zigzags between a few vehicles in a traffic stream and accidentally uh, is able to dodge through the traffic and leave a lot of obstacles behind her. Oh, nice, nice. I think around the same time, the uh, the six troopers left yeah. catch up, and uh, right. they're kind of a little bit above uh, Veers' speeder. Right. And he's like, you must jump in. Jump in. Now. Four of them make it. Yeah. <laughs> Two, <laughs> Two of them miss. Well, one misses, <laughs> one and, misses. The, and the, the final one just goes nuts to this. Nuts to this. Veers <laughs> off, takes the speeder, and just done. He's done. Yeah. He's done. All right. Yeah. So Veers is now down to yeah. four troopers. Mm-hmm. And he and he's they're they're screaming, they're blasting people, they're blasting things. Right. It right. is chaos. You know, this is going to be a bad traffic jam for Coruscant. Yeah, the post imperial world. Uh, but he catches up. He catches up. And now yeah. I think as we're as we're getting closer I, to, the, I think what has to be the climax of our combat, yeah. Ken. You have the insight to the imperial officers. Sure, this is one of our competent imperial officers. Yeah. He has the traffic to use. He has the fact mm-hmm. that Rystal is a little injured. Right. He has her bright red hair to use against her. Right. Uh, what is his tactic? What is his great military maneuver in one final desperate attempt to take her out? He decides this is where this might spell the end. I don't know. I'm not saying okay. he's the one to go, but he decides this is a cool, calculating, cunning leader who who knows how to manipulate uh, the field of battle, you know? He knows how to use it to his advantage. Exactly. But here, he's so... His hubris has got to him. His The, the fact that he's lost to a dancer. Yeah. Um, a female dancer. He All those horrible thoughts are going through his yeah. head. Uh, Veers is not a... You know, he's a husband and father, but not necessarily a good man. He was raised to believe in an evil regime. So there's... There's all these things. He's just there's none of these things are good for him. So he makes a desperate move and decides to cut down a small access tunnel. Ooh! When he she he sees her veer right on an expressway or whatever they call it, and he heard tales of uh, of a former Jedi named Anakin Skywalker <laughs> that used to go through wild through Coruscant on the chases. One of the reasons he, along with many, felt the Jedi needed to go. Right, because they, they just, disobeyed traffic they laws. They disobeyed traffic laws, yeah. Or they're not above the laws, no. right? So he tries one of these moves. I don't know if that's going to work for him, though. Okay. So you think he cut off access to a specific tunnel, though? I think he tried to basically get a shortcut to, to get up alongside her faster. And it was a desperate... Move with not enough calculation in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 
as we ponder what that is, let because I think that that is a, the big part of our storytelling. Let's pause to decide who we want to win, who we believe deserves to win. I feel most people, most Star Wars fans would say General Veer should win, yeah. but we're often compelled yeah. by our own storytelling, and there's a lot going on here. So, Mike Black, who do you feel should win? Who do you want to win in your heart? Uh, in in both cases, it's Veers. Okay, it's. Uh, just a little too lopsided for for mm. me to see really any other outcome. Mm. But having said that, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's how Veers feels. Yeah, and mm. pride often comes before a fall. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Ken, how are you feeling? I'm feeling this is an indication. This is uh, just a, a little litmus test for how fast the Empire fell. Okay, it goes yeah. back to the first Death Star and what led up to that. Just this thought that we are the Empire, we're indestructible, we know our way around it. I love General Veers, but I think this has to be his end. His hubris. Yes. He has, is going to fall. Yeah. All right. I think we should give him a noble and beautiful end, but I am on the same page as that. I think yeah. Reistall Sant is someone who just wants to survive, and really, and she's not in a great scene in Star Wars, but no. the character has a lot going for her. Right. She's yeah. got hooves and attitude and experience. Just one of those aliens in the galaxy just making her way. That's right. Yeah. The Empire wasn't ag- wasn't for that. No, no. And she knows her way around Coruscant. Yeah. So, yeah. Ken, this shortcut, is it through these uh, electricity pylon things? Um, it is. It, it, it is near them. Okay. But it's a tiny little access way, a little through a building. Okay. So Veers hits it so sharp that his, the speeder hits the side. One of the troopers falls. Ah! He emerges, and he does emerge right next to Rystal. So she but, has parked. Well, she, they come racing out. You know what I mean? Oh, at the same time. They're still it, going. They're it, still it. going. Yeah, She's yeah, not yeah. parked. And and when he comes out, boom, he hits her speeder. And he knocks her off course a little bit. And they make eye contact just as he starts to lose control of the speeder. The speeder loses some stability, and it goes veering off towards these electrical pylon things we see in Sith. So Veers is uh, literally veering off. He is veering off. All right. Much like his name, like any Star Wars name would indicate, he's doing what his name says. <laughs> and I love the scene where Luke walks on the sky. Yeah. Which is coming, I bet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I think in this in this clanking together, this yeah. huge crash, uh, a couple more stormtroopers. Well, a stormtrooper fell out, right? Yeah, so I think three left by three my left. count. Yeah. And I think another one lost his blaster. Went shoo, 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 yeah. And Rystal, because this is what she has going for her, is yeah. the coordination of a dancer. A dancer. She yeah. catches that blaster. Yep. She's got it. Yep. So she uh, swerves in control to follow Mm. Veers as he veers off towards those pylons. Yeah. She is going to finish this because she knows even if the uh, Empire is fumbling, they're going to come for me. Mm -hmm. This guy's going to remember. So if I'm going to live, he needs to end. Needs to go. And so do these troopers. Right. So I think she swoops down. They're now heading into those uh, big electricity pylon things. And uh, Mike... What did, what did she, how does she take out those troopers? Got three troopers left. She's got a blaster. What does she do? Well, she gets an Annie Oakley sort of shot off mm. <laughs> on, on one. Nails him right in the head. Nice. Wow. And that does it. That He's out of the game. Mm. Uh, the other two are left firing. Veers in the front. She fires a shot at the other trooper, but again, misses in a very uh, beneficial way. <laughs> 
and hits one of his thrusters on his vehicle. Oh, no. Yeah. Shorting it out. And the pylons, you can survive going through, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you can't survive just staying there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they're headed towards that sort of a disaster, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So here, I love that. So, so it's, it's, uh, that the Veers's speeder is, is dying. It stops and it's getting fried. Yeah, the the remaining troopers are are <laughs> dancing. It's <laughs> ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's not good dancing. It's not no. coordinated dancing. <laughs> no. Yeah, Veers. Uh, now he's he's been shocked. He's been wounded, uh, but he yeah. leaps out. Yeah, and Rystal does a big elegant leap. Not as elegant as a Jedi. Right. Pretty elegant. She's got her hooves to land on. She jumps out. Her speeder crashes into that one. There's a huge explosion. A lot of people just lost power right. on Coruscant. This is rude at best. <laughs> right. Uh, but Veers is down there uh, under the under all this whole pylons. The arc, right. All this energy arcing and exploding in the back. His helmet is a little askew. He hates that. Yeah. He fixes it. He tries to get up, but he's pretty wounded. And Rystal lands next to him. Yeah. Walks up to him. Right. What does she? What does she say? What does she do, Ken? I think much like an action adventure movie, she says, "Your reign is through," and she gives a big roundhouse kick, boom, and just kicks Veers into the electrical pylon, right into the pylon, into it. Yeah, yeah. and I think, uh, I think, as he fries, yeah, he's staring at her. Yeah, and there's something. In his eyes, that mm-hmm. she knows as an intuitive performer, yeah, she was right, yeah, about the song that his mother used to sing. <laughs> and as he fries, she sings just a little bit more. Sleepy time, Bantha. Sleepy time, sleepy time. No more sand for you today. <laughs> and Off to bed, Bantha. <laughs> Sleepy time. And Beer's eyes close one last time. The end of an imperial era. So beautiful. I wonder how mad Star Wars fans are at us for killing <laughs> General Beer's. But you know what you're getting into when you listen to Data Bank Brawl. It's about glory and it is about shame. And sometimes the unthinkable <laughs> happens. Rystal Sant has taken down General Veers in an epic, epic battle. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, of course, if you have suggestions of people you would like to see fight, let us know on social media. Send us tweets. Send us Facebook messages. Use the hashtag databankbrawl so I can find them when I'm pulling together all these episodes. And let us know who you'd like to fight soon. So very soon we will get into juicy new Last Jedi fights in Canto Bite will keep us alive for years <laughs> to come. Mike, where can people find you? On the podcasts, The Nighttime Show and The Power Pals, and also all over social media at Mike Black Attack. Awesome. Got to check out Mike's Instagram. It is a wonderland yeah, of please toys. Do. It is awesome. Mike, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. You always, always a pleasure. Odd, great comedy and great songs. Uh, <laughs> Ken, where can people find you? I hope you can release that on iTunes. That <laughs> yes, <song>. absolutely. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Catnapsack and on the app Anchor on the show Daily Thrones, talking Game of Thrones every day, waiting for season eight. 
Excellent. And you can find uh, us here on Force Center on Patreon. We are building to 225 reviews. As soon as we get 225 reviews on uh, iTunes, we will uh, do a special bonus episode of Data Bank Brawl where main characters fight. You can find me on my podcast, Obsessed, on the Feral Audio Network. I am doing some shows here in Los Angeles, October 21st. Come see me. Uh, I'm doing a show called Game Night, a variety show with my friend Angela M. Weber. It is going to be a very fun night of comedy and music. Maybe Sleepy Time Bath will show up. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, all Information on all that is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com slash live-shows. You can also find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.